What's going on, family? Family, family, family. Man, oh man, oh man. My name is Les Boogie, and welcome to the Les Boogie one-on-one show right here on Fresh Nation Radio. Now, let me tell y'all something, man. We have not been here for quite a few weeks now. There's a couple of things going on. We're going to fill you in on that. But I'm sitting here with my man, my co-host, comedian Tattletale. What's going on, brother? <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm losing my voice a little bit. Had this crazy call. Couldn't get rid of. Had to go to urgent care. You know, uh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. All these medical practitioners, they they, they know me on a first-name basis. How you doing, Tattletale? Have a seat. Can you get, some, get you something? Want something to drink? Put your feet up. <laughs> yeah, no so I'm a little bit of horse, but let me tell you something. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have a horse and all have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> My man, good to see you, brother man. Good to see you. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, man. And um we're back. We're back here, right here on the Let's Boogie one-on-one show. And let me just tell everybody, man, we come on Saturday mornings on Fresh Nation Radio. We're gonna put the link. Put the link at the bottom of the page so that y'all could tune in. Remember, Fresh Nation Radio. Look for us on Facebook at Fresh Nation Radio. Look for the Les Boogie Jones's page. Look for uh, the Comedian Tattletale, Tattletale's page. Look for the Les Boogie One-on-One Show on Facebook. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeart radio podcast we're on pod bean we're all over the place man we're gonna make this a family program and we want y'all involved we do this for y'all we do this because we have fun and we do it because it's needed and we're just so glad to be back man i'm happy to be here and welcome to the show y'all welcome to the show man you know i want to give a, a big shout out to um anybody that's going through anything anybody that's going through anything any health problems any any financial problems, any problems that like you just think is out of control and there's no way out. There's a way out, y'all. And I want to give a special, special shout out. We lost a friend of ours. Her name is Michelle Bishop. Michelle Bishop was a big, big supporter of Fresh Entertainment, of this particular show, of the classic black movie Brunch Man. Michelle, we're going to miss you. And we want to let your family know that uh, we love them. We love you, and you are going to be truly missed, man. She's up there with the angels, man. Anybody that's lost anyone, man, our heart goes out to you. And we ask that, you know, we keep all families and friends in prayer. It's not a dress rehearsal, y'all. Life is serious, man. So, Tattletail, what's going on with you, brother? What you been up to, man? Yo, man, like I said, I've been I've been working on these uh, proposals, you know. I'm, you know, what I want to do, I want to bring uh, – some nice comedy to different venues okay. uh actually all around the country so i'm sending out packages to you know different venues uh some casinos uh some restaurants you know some hot spots you know um it's the right time because you know comic comic view is coming back really and uh kevin hart yeah kevin hart uh is bringing it back and the host is going to be um, our good friend Mike Epps. So Comedy View is coming back. So, you know, that whole thing with black comedy and uh showcasing your your talents is is is, is it, I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's gonna be hot in the next coming months. So I'm gonna be ready. Well, well I know you're ready, brother. I know you're ready, man. Oh yeah, I wanna be ready. I wanna be ready, you know, because you know, once once, you know, my my idea mm-hmm. is like, you know, to uh to get a venue, you know. I host it, bring up, you know, at least three funny comedians and we blow it up. You know, everybody do like about 15, 20 minutes. Boom. You know, then be on to the next joint. I hear that. You man. know, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's the talent is there. The venues are there, you know, and, and people want real entertainment again. You know what? Well, yeah. You know, that's true, man. You know, people want people want comedy. They want plays. They want music. You know, people are back out. They're, they're, they're believing in, you know, of course, our pandemic is hopefully behind us, you know, and never come back again. You know, so people want to get out. They want to see their favorite artists, favorite comedians. They just want to be amongst each other, family and friends, man, just having a good time, man. And it's about really, really, truly having a good time. Tattletale, tell us how people can get in touch with you. Because people are going to hear this, aspiring comedians, 
other community. Yeah, uh, well, it's it, it's it's going to be on my page, uh, my Facebook page, uh, Tattletale HP Dingle. That's the whole name, and also on my comedian Tattletale page, uh, you'll hear about it. So uh, once I get the first reply. You know, I'm going to be like, bang, good news. Here we go. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me ask you this. Now, if I, I'm a comedian, I'm listening to the show, and I'm saying, well, wait, Tattletail's getting ready to put something together. I got a tape. I want to send it to you. I want to send my little, my clip in. How You, know, you got an email address somewhere they can send something to you so that you can take a look at them? Now, you know you know what? Most, like I said, most most comedians I know. So, you know, I, I, I know who's entertaining. I know who's, who's funny. I know who's going to show up, you know, uh, I put it like this. One thing about the business of comedy is business. And when you're doing things in the business, like where well, you want, basically you want to work with people who are cooperative. Ah. And that's the word. Say that again, brother. Say that again. The word is cooperative. <laughs> now right? break it down. Break it down. Cooperative, cooperative is this. Okay, let me explain it to you. Okay, Death Comedy Jam. When Russell Simmons was running that, every comedian got the same fee. All right? Got the same fee. No matter how funny you thought you were or how great you thought you were, no matter if you thought you was better than everybody, everybody got the same fee. All right? And I, I, I can't remember quite, but it was like 700-something dollars. All right? Some people... You know, they badmouth it, but this was the thing. You were on national television, all right? And Russell Simmons paid your way to New York. He paid your hotel, all right? And he paid you to perform, you know? How many places are going to pay you to get somewhere, pay your stay, and then pay you to perform? Uh, Comic View wasn't doing that, you know, even though, you know, they're coming back. And uh, I hope... It's a little better than before, mm. but when BET at Comic View, nobody was getting paid. Once you got to LA, you had to get, you had to find your own lodging. You had to take care of yourself. All right. Really? What? Yeah, really, 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 really. Yeah, really. Um, it was a great platform, you know, especially if you live in in, in LA. It, it it served you well because you you didn't have to travel nowhere. Uh, yeah. You was on the West Coast. It it, it 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 was it was great for West Coast comedians, you know. Um, but you got to You got to give people something. You got to give people something. Yeah, you got to you, you got to look, look, look. You got to at least put them up somewhere. Yeah. You pay yeah. To perform. Yeah. I mean, I understand the whole thing about look. This is a, a promo. This is for for exposure. I understand that. But you got people are struggling. You could at least say, well, look, man. You know, we're gonna get you here, and we're gonna at least. Let you let you lay your head somewhere that's safe, mm-hmm. and, we're and we're gonna feed you. Now, did they at least yeah. feed them when they got to the to the venue? When they got, did they feed them? Did they give them something to eat? Huh. <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. Because you know, on no. my end, on my end, look, my company, Fresh Entertainment, we do events. We do events, and I believe in just. This this philosophy. Everybody's worth something. Everybody's worth something. If I can't, if I can't give you a lot, I can give you something. You know, to keep using this, because what a lot of promoters do, hey, you know, we're gonna bring you in for exposure. You know, come on in. Uh, uh, use this as exposure. Pay your own expenses, pay this. Now there is there is certain times when that's relevant because if it makes sense where something good's going to come out of it, you do have to invest in yourself. There's no doubt about that. You have to put a certain amount into yourself. If you believe in yourself, you want to try to push your career further. You do need to invest in yourself. But it comes a point, though, where people are now using people with that old line of get exposure. How many times am I going to be used (laughs) to get exposure at at your event? How many times are you gonna come to me with that line? So it's got to be a balance. It makes sense, but then sometimes it doesn't make sense. Where now it becomes a little abusive, and you can't keep telling me every year, "Come get this exposure." 
I've been in the game for five, six years. You keep telling me, hey, man, come get this exposure. You know, my event is big. My event is big. You know, come get this, this exposure. You need it. Now, if I get the exposure, you look at it like this. Okay, well, who's going to be there? Who's going to see me? Am I going to get another gig from this exposure that I'm being exposed to? You know what I mean? And if I don't get another gig and there's no 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 hitters up in there that can lead me on to the next gig, then we're not going to do this anymore. You know what I mean? If there's going to be some players in there that's going to allow me to be seen and somebody's going to approach me and say, hey, man, I like what you did. You were funny. I like your singing. I like your band. I like your acting. I like what you did. I got something else for you. Then it makes sense. But year after year, a person keeps coming in and they're not getting anything out of it, and you can't get mad at them, you have to start to pay these people. Even if it's minimal, give them something. Because everybody's time is money, and everybody's value to them, and it should be to you. You should value what people do. Because it's it's hard in this game. It's hard in the music business. It's hard in in, in entertainment, period. And even now, the the big artists, now let's, 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 let's wind it back. Let's dial it back. Concerts are on the rise. Record sales are on a dive. So in order for people now to make money, even the big artists, they got to get on the road. They got to get on the road. Streaming has cut down album sales. We used to call them albums, CD sales, your project, whatever you want to call it. People can now handpick the songs that they want to buy. They can say, hey, man, I want to download for 99 cents. I don't want your whole album. I don't want it. I just like two or three songs, or I just like one song. I'm going to pay $1.29, or I'm going to pay 99 cents. I'm going to get my favorite song. And now you don't put all this money into this project, and nobody's buying it. The days of platinum and and and, and going gold and, and all of that, unless you are a major super-duper artist, you're not going to make the money that way. I tell everyone, the artists that I speak to, and I don't care if you have a name or you're independent or you're with a label, you have to get on the road to make your money. You got to put a killer show together, a killer show, and you got to go hit that road. You got to get those people buying your tickets. You got to get people wanting to see and hear that you had a magnificent, I mean, your show is is, is blowing people away. You got to be able to sell them tickets. So then he could come see you. That's how you make your money. And a lot of artists from the 90s, that's what they're doing. They're hitting the road. Artists from the 80s are hitting the road. Artists from the 70s got to hit the road. You've got to hit that road with a killer show and make sure that you're in the right venue, that you're marketing and promoting yourself properly, that you're getting on those shows where there's a, a crew that had names back in the day. Y'all got y'all to gotta come together and put something together. If you had hits from back in the day that are still being played on these classic stations, then you need to get with that and get with other artists that are in the same similar situation as you and hit that road. Now, another thing, now check this out, Tattletale. Another thing. Mm-hmm. You got internet stations. Now let me let me explain what I mean. People tell me I got a new a new song out. Do you realize how hard it is and how much money it costs to get on regular commercial radio? Here in New York, you got WBLS. They're not going to play your music just because your name is so-and-so and and you had hits from back in the day. You got to pay to play. You got internet stations, and this is what I'm proposing. And I'm telling anybody within the sound of my voice that either hears us or sees us on this show. I'm telling y'all, Get involved and start using these internet stations like Fresh Nation Radio, like like 108 Soul, like Classic Soul 1075, my man Murph and them, right? Start using these stations to help promote your new music. Get a relationship because we can start breaking new music for a lot of these artists. Mm-hmm. Old artists have been around with names, new artists coming along. Because it's too much money. Just to break a record, you need 100 racks. You need 100 racks out the box 
You think you're going to get on BLS or you're going to get down at uh, W uh, out there in Philadelphia. You need a hundred racks to get in the rotation and, and trust me and believe I know what I'm talking about. Your marketing promotion budget has to be used. These record labels today are not doing that. They're not putting that money behind you unless you are a phenom, unless you are just like that next new thing. If you are on, on a, on a situation, you're in a position where you're just, you have a name, but you haven't had any major hits in the last five years, two or three years, and you're not young anymore, or if you're young and you don't have that bag, man, let me tell you something. Get involved with these internet stations. Develop a marketing strategy for internet radio that goes along with your social media campaign. Because we're willing to play your music at a lower cost. We're willing to put you in rotation. But you gotta get a you gotta get a relationship. Don't sleep on these just the same way YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and, and Instagram are working for people. Incorporate this internet radio station as well. Internet radio stations can help push that new music. And I tell anybody. If you're new in the game, get a relationship. Uh-huh. YouTube, everybody's not going to be Justin Bieber or 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 going to be uh what's his name uh a uh, Chase Chance the rapper and all that. All that is just like that's not an everyday occurrence. You're not going to be discovered. You got to work at your craft. Get your craft tight. Be the best that you can be. Get a coach, a singing coach. If uh-huh. you're Hit all the spots. If you're an actor, you better get out there and go for those auditions. People are not just giving anything away. And I'm telling you, as a seasoned vet in this game, and you're a seasoned comedian, people got to put that work in. That's right. Build relationships. This business is ran on relationships. It's not even about talent. It's about relationships. Who you know. Who can get you to the next step. What's your relationship with that individual? And you got to have a team that knows how to get things moving. And it, and, and it can be done. I'm not going to tell anybody, but you got to know what you're doing. You got to have a marketing plan and a, and a, and an idea. And when I say an idea, let me, let me put it in a better way. You got to have a plan and you got to follow that plan. It may not happen right away. You can't give up. You got to bring people on your team because we just talked about off air about where you start. It's not always the same people that's going to finish with you. That's you right. With the team and oh, we got the greatest team in the world. But at the end of the day, may not be the same people with you at the end. Everybody's not with you for the long haul. As uh, I think I've heard it. I think Steve Harvey even talked about it. A couple of people that wagon up the hill. Everybody's not. <laughs> explain that. Explain that little that that little thing, Tattletail. Explain that. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I got this from Steve Harvey a while back. He said just because somebody started on that road with you, it wasn't meant for them to complete that journey with you. That's right. All right. So you know, here when you when you see them going to the left or to the right, don't you run back and try to get them? You know, you stay the course. They just wasn't, you know, meant to end it with you, That's and right. that has happened so many times. You know, don't don't ever become beholding to people. Don't uh, don't make people think you owe them something. A good example of that. There's this a recent movie, uh, Creed three. All right, Creed three, perfect example. Example. All right, his his you know his his partner his boy ended up going to jail, and and his mother's trying to tell you when the, when a dude go to jail. When he come out, that's a different dude. That's a different dude. And she tried to explain that to him. She said, I know I hate these letters to protect you. That's right. All right? Because what happened, instead of the guy being, his buddy being glad for him, what he did becoming heavyweight champion of the world, his buddy wanted to actually overthrow him. And he used him. <laughs> he wanted what you so, had. You know, right. He wanted what he oh, had. Don't, don't, don't think that you got to be beholden to somebody. You know? It, you know no, you know. You got to look at what's important for you. You you really do. I see a lot of people fall by the wayside because of that. You know, one one thing about the entertainment business is not a buddy system. 
If you make a buddy, all right, that's well and good. But this this business is all about hard work, hard work and determination. That's what you got to do. There's a lot. There's a lot of guys that were in singing groups that fell by the wayside and became very bitter, didn't make it, you know. And they had the talent. They had the talent. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't understand the business. Educate yourself on the business. Understand that when you meet people in this business, you got to remember something. It's the entertainment business. Everybody wants to be a star. And just because you think somebody's a friend of yours, they have the same goal you have. They want to be seen. They want to make it. They want to be the man. They want to be the woman. They want to be that star that everybody is, is idolizing. They want that bag the same way you want that bag. So they'll step over you and you thinking that huh, that's your man. That's, that's mm-hmm. your man. <laughs> they'll step right over you to get to that, to get above you or to get what they're looking for. And is it wrong? A lot of times it is. But if you are, if you take this personal, somebody told me this is not personal. It's business. Mm-hmm. Understand that it's not personal. It's business. And they will step over you. They will step over your body to get to where they need to get to. And they'll say, hey, man, we, we, you, my, you my people and all that. But you know what? The opportunity came to me. And I mm-hmm. want the opportunity. And if I have to step over you to get that opportunity, that's what this business is about. Now, you're going to find some loyal people. You're going to find some good people that you can rock with. But at the end of the day, when you meet new people in this business, you got to remember, they're in what? The entertainment business. And their goal is to be number one. They want to be that go-to. They want to be that person that everybody's looking at and giving that money to. They want to sign those deals. Same thing in sports. They want to sign that contract. So if they got to beat you out and take your spot, they'll take your spot. So you got you to gotta do what? You got to protect your spot. And how do you protect your spot? Number one, number one, you got to know your craft. You got to understand that this is a business. You got to know that it's not just about talent and that I'm a nice guy or I'm a nice person. (laughs) You got to be crafty. You got to understand who's who and what you bring to the table, not just your talent, but your wisdom, your knowledge, your experience. You got to gain experience. You got to understand how to, how the pieces are move. As you say, we're not playing checkers. We playing chess. <laughs> Every turn. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm talking about from, from, from the back of the house to the front of the house. You might be a manager. You might be somebody trying to get your client because they're trying to offer them something better than you do. That's right. You've offered I know more people, so look, you come get with me. You don't. He's he's nice guy. He's cool. He knows people, but he doesn't know as many as I do. He doesn't have the contacts and connections that I do. I'm a better marketer, a better promoter. You know what I'm saying? I'm a better musician. I got more contacts in the record business than he does, or she does. I can get you a movie deal quicker than that person can. You got to make contacts. You got to get in here and know who's who and what's what. Get as much information as you can read. Find out who's who. Who's the shakers? Who's the players? Who's the movers? Who really has what they say they have? You know what I'm saying? Who can really do what they say? Because you can test a person. Everybody says, yo, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I can get you this and I can get you that. Test them. One time. <laughs> Don't give it three times. Don't give them three tries. One time. If they can't do it, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Have your game tight. And you know what I'm saying, Tattle. That's the way it works. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 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 You know, because you know, like I told people, you are you are the product. You you are your brand. Everything, everything about everything about you should magnify who you are as a performer. Everything about you. 
you know, the way the, the way your appearance on stage, how you handle yourself on stage, you know, uh, your personal life off the stage, all all that has a bearing on who you are and what you do. It, it, it really does. You know, so you want to you want to take away all all the bad press. Bad press is gonna happen, you know, because people talk and make stuff up, but you don't want to be the actual creator of bad press on your part because some people are funny. Some venues are funny. They say, oh, we heard you do this and that. You know, I don't think it was a, a, a good idea if you represent us, you know, because whenever you're on stage, even though you're getting paid, you still represent that venue. All right. You represent that venue. If it's a, you know, if it's a small venue, a large venue, some people say, hey, no, we don't we don't want that person here. Some people get offended very easily, you know. Some don't, you know, but the thing about it, you have to carry yourself and you have to conduct yourself in such a way. Once again, I say Steve Harvey, uh, he's got uh family feud, and and now this is this is this is the year 2023, and they're saying that Steve Harvey is the best host family feud has ever had, mm. the best host that family feud has ever had. And you got and you got to look at that because this was this was a brother when he did Def Jam, he wasn't the featured act. All right. That's right. But he persevered, determination. He kept going. And that's the whole thing. You want to keep going. You want to you want to persevere at the determination about yourself. You got you got to keep it, you got to keep it moving. You know, you and know. I'm like, you know, I'm like, look at this guy now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. You look at, uh, I was listening to Tracy Morgan uh, a little earlier today, and he was talking about, he said, look, man, you know, um, you got to know where you're going. It may not happen right away. It may not happen right away. You got to believe in your own ability to make it. Mm -hmm. You got to have a relationship with a higher power. You got to have a relationship with a higher power. Don't let people deter you from believing in somebody greater than you. Do what works for you. And it may not happen right away, but it's going to happen if you stay at it. Mm -hmm. at it it's going to happen. Nobody makes it overnight. You might look like an overnight sensation, but people have put work in for many years before they've actually got to the point where we think, oh, look, hey, man, they made it. But it took them a minute to get there. It took them longer than you even could imagine. Think about how many times you've seen people on a television show and you say, yo, wait a minute, I've never seen them look that young. And they they got a little bit part in, 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 in a show or a television show or a movie. Yo, isn't that Morgan Freeman? And man, you say, I never saw him look that young. <laughs> a long, long time. <clears throat> it, it's not an overnight thing. Some people... I don't know how many, many, I, I can't really even really name that many people that just made it overnight. They put that work in. You put that work in. Put that work in. I don't care what, what field of employment you're involved in. You have to climb that ladder. Steps. It takes the first step to get to the second step, to the third, to the fourth, to the fifth. You just don't go from step one to step ten and 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 in a matter of a couple of weeks, you know what I'm saying? It just don't work like that. Lawyers, doctors, uh, sanitation workers, teachers, you know, I don't care what type of job, sports figures, I don't care what you do. People with regular jobs, you don't become the supervisor the day you get hired. Mm -hmm. You have to put that work in. Now, you have to believe that you first of all, first, first thing you first thing that I think anybody needs to do, and we'll say it a thousand times. You have to understand who you are and what you want. You have to have a plan for your life. Even in your relationships, a household is a business. You got the CEO, you got the president. Now your wife can be the CEO. You could be the president. You could be the CEO. She could be the president. But you got to run your, your household like a business. First of the month, bills got to be paid. 
checking account, however you pay your bills, they come every 30 days, something gotta be paid. <laughs> you gotta run your house like a business. If you if you're successful in running your household, you could be successful in running your own business or being a part of a business and be successful at it. You gotta know. How to pay this bill, to pay that bill, that car note, the insurance, rent, the mortgage, food shopping. You got to know how to do these things. You got to know how to do it. To be, you got to be successful. You got to know how to be successful in your own life in order to be successful in your business life. It's no different. It's just private and commercial. It's, not, it's no different. And I think, you know, and even teaching our young people how to be responsible. To be successful in anything, you got to, number one, have discipline and know how to be responsible, straight up and down. If you don't know how to do that, you'll never, you'll never, be, you'll never be successful in anything. And you got to to fail and get up and dust off. Everybody don't make it the first, first time up at bat. Entrepreneurs fail all the time. But they keep getting up. We all have to keep getting up, reinventing ourselves. The most important thing we have is time, time management. And the time that we have, we got to make it make it count for something. I don't care what you do. It's not always about being famous and driving around and in all the fly cars and the biggest houses in the world. That's not success. Success to me is very simply for me, and I'm gonna keep it real simple. I want my bills paid on time. I want a safe place to lay my head. I want a reliable vehicle to drive. I want to have clothes and food. I want to be able to look myself in the mirror and know that I'm doing the right thing. That's success. That I'm not out here knocking nobody over the head, ski mask on that I'm not taking something that don't belong to me, that I'm respected in my own community, that I'm respected in my household, I'm respected by my friends and my family. That's success. Now, some people may not ever have a million dollars, but that doesn't mean your life is not successful. See, we as as people of color, we got to get away from we're only successful if we run around and everybody knows who we are and we balling. Real people do real things, man. You know what I'm saying? Real people do real things, and that's taking care of Real men take care of their families. We protect them. Mm-hmm. We keep them safe. We put food on the table. We enjoy ourselves, too. You got to have enjoyment, too. That's the thing. A lot of people work Tired, they get the little pension or whatever they got, your retirement, social security. But if you don't have any type of enjoyment, to me, that's not that's not being successful. You gotta enjoy your life, man. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always require that you have a, a, a the, the biggest bag in the world of money. Gotta find out. You have to find out what makes them what makes them tick, what makes them happy. Do something for yourself that makes you feel good. Find something you can as you get older. You know what I'm saying? Find a hobby. Find something that you really enjoy. We talked about that earlier. We enjoy coming on here and doing our thing. For real. <laughs> enjoy talking about what we do and, 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 and bringing some knowledge and some information to people. And hopefully somebody will get something out of some of the things that we're talking about. We talked about men, especially men of color. Well, what? Going to the doctor. I know you. I know you believe in that. Let's talk about that. Yeah, big time. Um, there's an old saying: "Your health is your wealth," and this is so true because without without your health, you have nothing. Um, uh, many of you know that uh, you know my my bout with uh, prostate cancer. I had a very aggressive form of prostate cancer. Uh, I'm in remission now as of May 23rd. So, you know, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, 
I went through all the treatment, you know, the radiation, the chemicals, the shots, everything. But one thing I'm going to say, you have to get those physicals. Uh, when I turned 50 years old, I, I made sure I did, you know, my annual physicals. All right. When I, when I turned 60, I was doing every six months. All right. And, and that's how they were able to catch, you know, um, my cancer early before it was serious. You don't want to, you don't want to get to stage four. You don't want to, you don't want to do that. And all you got to do is just simple blood work, simple blood work. You know, simple blood work. And like I said, if, it, 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 if I can go through the blood work and those needles and syringes, I know you can because, yo, when I see a needle or syringe, I, I lose it, man. The first time I seen it, man, I I was like about four or five years old. This doctor wanted to give me a shot. Oh, man. I'm sorry, but I beat that poor white man after death. <laughs> 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 I tore that office up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but, you know, but um, seriously, you have to see about your health. You sisters out there, you got you got your husbands, your fathers, your uncles, you know, you, you, you your grandfathers, whatever. You, you know, if they don't want to go, you go with them. Say, listen, this is important to me, you know, because without you being here, things are not going to be the same. Let them know. But you going, things are not going to be the same. I need you to see about your health. That's right. And 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 in the same way with the men, you husbands, you brothers, your uncles, you do this, you say the same thing. You know, listen, sis, you know, uh, baby, wife, you know, whatever. You know, you got to see about your health. You know, you and, and when you see people that are eating bad, like, okay, let me tell you something. Black folks, we got to stop saying this one thing. We got to stop saying diabetes runs in my family. Diabetes does not run in nobody's family. It's what you're eating, all right? The number one culprit is that sugar. Leave those sodas alone, all right? Leave those sodas alone. They're not good for us at all. Or anything with salt on them salty potato chips. Leave them things alone. They're not good for us. What destroys, what destroys your kidneys is sugar and salt. And for some reason, we love both. But you got to stop those sodas. You got to stop those sodas. That's sweet number tea. one. Start drinking more water. Oh, yeah, that, that sweet tea, yeah. all that stuff, you know. Yeah, and, and for some reason, we like putting like 100 pounds of sugar and everything. <laughs> we want to drink something. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously, no, we, we got to cut that out. Diabetes is not running. Nobody's family is what you're eating. Is what you're eating. And I'm going to tell you something. What you what you put in your body manifests on the outside. So if you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't like your appearance, it's because of what you're eating. All right, it's what you're eating, Facts. and you got to stop that. You got to change those eating habits. Right. All Facts. that bad food ain't no good for us. That's right. All that fried food, fried food. Yeah, that, you know, um, it's, it's a killer. High yeah, blood, diabetes is a killer. And even uh, I keep hearing these these messages about menthol cigarettes. That they're pushing it in the black community because it, it gives you that, that 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 euphoria, and they're pushing that in the black community. You know, cigarettes to me, I never I never smoked cigarettes. That that wasn't my thing, but I I looked around recently and I, and I said, damn, people are still smoking cigarettes. They you know because you don't see the advertising on television like you used to when we right. were years ago, but people are still smoking cigarettes, and not even that. This whole vape thing, they got the kids. On this vaping, vaping. Oh, you know, it tastes good. The hookah, it tastes good. Flavor. The hookah. Anything foreign going into your body that's not supposed to be there is going to give you something that you don't want eventually. Absolutely. And what happens is we wait to the last minute when we feel it so bad. Now we want to go do something about it. When the signs are there early on, pay attention. And I'm talking about me, you, and everybody else. I'm not some guru, but I know that I'm paying attention to what my body's telling me. And I know that when I'm bringing smoke, ingesting something into my body that's foreign to what's supposed to go in there, I feel, I feel it. I feel it. 
I feel when something's in there that's not supposed to be in there. When you eat too much chocolate, you eat too much sugar, when too much salt, and you start to feel a certain way, body's telling you something, that this is not supposed to be in there. You've done too much. You've done too much. I Look, diet and exercise, especially when you get older, because we don't do it as much. The kids are running around. The younger people are moving. They're moving around. The metabolisms are, are eating stuff up much faster than we are. When we get older, we do what? We go to the car. We come back home. We sit down. you got to do something, y'all. We have got to physically exercise, walking. You know, just because you're older, your mentality is telling you, hey, man, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't do that no more. I don't play basketball no more. I don't play tennis no more. I don't play, you know, paddle ball anymore. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't ride a bike anymore. I'm too old for that. That's all a, a BS mentality, man. You know, I'm 60 plus and I'm used to playing ball. I'm used to being physical. And I feel like, what am I doing? You sit down, you get very simply, y'all. And I'm going to keep it a buck. You sit down, your body starts to stiffen up on you. Your legs stiffen up on you. Your circulation stiffens up on you. There is no circulation like you used to. If you're not moving your body, what do you think is going to happen? If you put an object down that used to be flexible and you no longer flex it, what's going to happen? It's going to get stiff. It's going to get stiff. You go from the car to the cab, to the, to the bus, to the train. We come back home. We sit down. And we stay there. We sit down more than we move around as we get older. And we expect our bodies to be the same. It's not going to happen. So I made a personal, personal decision. Because the pandemic, it's all locked down. And a lot of us have not had that pandemic mentality. We've accepted being in the house. We're more comfortable in the house than we are going out. We got to go back out, get back out there. Breathe, breathe. I'm not saying lifting buildings and do it. No, do some type of physical labor in order to tax your heart, to to give your heart an opportunity to move. Your legs and opportunity, your knees, your back. You want oh my back hurts, my knee hurts, my knee hurts. But why is that? Because it's come with eating. Down and we're doing nothing. That has got to stop. It stopped in my. I get up, man, and I'm gonna move around. I'm stretching. I'm stretching my muscles. Your muscles are gonna get tight. They're not gonna be functioning the way you want them to function. Because why? You don't use them. When you're young, you're moving around. You're, you're, you're busy. Walking. I remember coming up in the man, and we didn't have cars everywhere, and we got to where we, we covered a lot of air. We covered a lot of areas. Now, as I got older, I played ball every day. And then on Sunday, I was doing my brother. And I felt good. I felt good moving around. But the pandemic set in and it shut all of us down. And we started ball. People said, Man, you you still running around shooting basketball? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It kept me in really, really good, good shape. And I miss that. So I got a ball in my car. And every court, and I got a minute, I'm stopping. A couple of, <laughs> of course, I'm not trying to compete, but there's still that competitive nature. Yeah. Because you get older, you think you're supposed to just sit down and just, and just be a bump on the law. Mentality, we got to get out of that. We got to get out of that. Them, them people in China, different countries, and and different different backgrounds. They don't do that. They don't just sit around. The United States of America is about eating fast food and obesity. Mm-hmm. The sugars you talked about, the salt you talked about. We've accepted that. I'm no longer accepting that. No longer accepting that. I've taken a personal, personal thing for me personally, and I'm not doing that. I'm gonna be the best I can be. There you go. (laughs) Everybody else to do the same thing, man. You know. So what are we talking about? 
ladies and gentlemen, right here on the Let's Boogie one-on-one show. We're talking about health, enjoyment, watch what you eat. We're talking about music, knowing what you want out of life. We're talking about employment, finding something that you love to do. Everything that we're talking about goes down to what? To our own self be true. Right here on the Let's Boogie one-on-one show. Check us out every Saturday, y'all. Got to get this plug in. We're on Fresh Nation Radio. There's a link. Copy this link there. Copy this link there. Back up. This link right here will take you to the Let's Boogie show on Fresh Nation Radio. And this radio station is 24-7. Remember, I talked about new artists, old artists, known artists, unknown artists. Use support your business, music, support yourselves, get involved, make contacts. It's about who you know in this world. It's about who you know and what you know. It's about each one, teach one. The only way you're going to get to help is by knowing who to act. That's the way this works, y'all. Life is not a dress rehearsal. And me, my man Tattleton, he's a comedian. I'm in the entertainment business. We have this platform. We're going to use it to spread information, and the wisdom, and the experience that we've been through. And we ask anyone that wants to be on the show. My email address is freshent12 at gmail.com. If you have something you want to talk about, you can always hit me up on Facebook. That's Boogie Jones. It's on Facebook page. Fresh Nation Radio is on Facebook. That's Boogie Jones one-on-one is on Facebook. Tattletail is also on Facebook. Hit us up if you have something important that you want to share, that you think is important to not only yourself but to others. Let us know about it. We'll bring you on. We'll sit here and we'll have a conversation. We want positive energy, positive vibes, information that's going to help you. Get better things that they're going through. Anybody that's experienced something, let me tell you something. It's not over. You're not alone. You're not alone. Never feel alone. You might feel alone. Trust me, it's always somebody out behind you. Use the tools that are in front of you. It's not alone. Get me up, brother. And I have no problem talking. And suffering from drugs and alcohol. You're depressed. You're solutions for that as well. You just need to be able to talk to somebody. Talking. No judgment. Keep it all for yourself. Whatever you're going through, we're here for you. We're here for you. Wow, man. That's almost an hour right there, brother. <laughs> we jumped to a lot of subjects. Oh yeah, didn't we? <laughs> you know? Yeah, but what let me just say one what what you said about that that listening ear, letting people know you're you're not alone. A lot of people are going through things and, right. and and for some reason they think of all the the billions of people on this planet, for some reason they feel like they're isolated, like they're all alone. You're not. There's someone, someplace you can talk to. Okay. Don't 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 internalize things and say, Whoa, it's me. I I you know I'm alone. You're not. You know, there, there's somebody out there that you can talk to. There's somebody out there. And you know what? At the end of the day, life is hard. It's hard. It's it's tough. But we're tough too. And you're not alone. Exactly. But we need a little bit of soul power, y'all. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. We're going to go out just like that. I want you to listen to this. Listen to Mr. The Godfather. And this is what he says, man. He says something just like this. this no, we need it. Soul power. We got the hand it soul power. No, we want it. Soul power. The hand it soul Get there, I've got to win. 
Thank you for listening to the Let's Boogie One on One show right here on Fresh Nation Radio WJON. Tattletale, my brother. I'll see you on the next one, baby. All right, man. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Remember, everybody go to the doctor. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Remember, Saturday mornings, Fresh Nation Radio. The link is right there. Let's Boogie Jones on Facebook. Fresh Nation Radio on Facebook. Tattletale, the comedian on Facebook. Check us out each and every Saturday. The Let's Boogie one-on-one show. Love y'all, man. Ain't nothing y'all can do about it. Peace.